Hey, 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 what's up, Grace Gang? It is your anchor, Kukwani, coming to you with another episode of Amaze and Grace. So um, we're going to jump right into this episode, which is titled Confirmed Faith. And I'm going to take you along the journey of I, um, Abraham and Isaac. This is a really, really, really uh, familiar um, story in the Bible, uh, in Genesis, um, the book of Genesis uh, chapter 22, actually is where I'm going to be coming from. But um, sometimes, you know, even though you know stories in the Bible, I want to encourage you to sometimes go back to those stories because you, God always give you like new revelation and sometimes it fits directly with what you have been going through in your life and it speaks life to your situation. So this morning, um, I literally been up probably now, right now, as I'm recording, this is probably 5 a.m. in the morning, but I literally been up since around 3 a.m. interceding, praying for my loved ones, my family, myself, and when I'm in the presence of God, this is when I like to study the word because his word speaks light into any darkness in my life. Um, just because I'm a preacher or just because I'm a worshiper or just because I'm anointed does not mean that I don't face vain imaginations or things may come. You know, the enemy loves to play with our minds. He loves to play with our emotions. And so I was in that place. And that's one of the reasons why I was up praying, because when I feel like, you know, I'm in a place where I need to hear from God, I know it's time to get up. And I know that it's time to do something about it. And that is when the Lord gave me um, instructions to go and read this scripture. Because what he was, I believe what he was trying to tell me is that um, it's, it's our obedience. Even though, so basically, even though, um, I'm going to be transparent right now. So in, in the space in my life, sometimes I feel like God is not working. But that doesn't take away the fact that I don't know who God is in my life. It's almost like you trust him even though you can't trace him. Um, our emotions sometimes will get the best out of us because we don't see certain things happening in our lives. We will find ourselves being oppressed or depressed or angry, um, not with God, but just with the situations that are happening and the events that are happening in our lives. And so God brought me to this story of Isaac and Abraham to simply let me know that obedience is where it's at. Even though you may feel a certain type of way in your emotions, your thoughts, um, and looking at the situation that you desperately want God to change, but things have to happen in his timing. To understand that in your obedience is where you're going to find the ram in the bush. The ram in the bush is the promise. The ram in the bush is your peace. The ram in the bush is what God blesses you with by your obedience. So it does not matter what it looks like right now. We have to trust the Lord in the process. And the process does not feel good. 
If anybody knows about the process of trusting the Lord in something that seems impossible, it's going to be your boy, Abraham. It's going to be your boy, Abraham. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to take you through this, um, this story real quick. And I'm going to also let you know in between while reading the scripture, what God was giving me um, to make more sense to, to me. And um, I hope that this episode actually encourages someone else um, that may be facing events in their life and issues in their life or um, just 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 feel like I'm at a dead end. I've been obeying you, God. I've been listening to you. I've been praying. I've been interceding. God, I've been doing the things that you have asked me to do. Why am I being weary and well-doing? God, help me with my unbelief. Help me with my prayer life. Help me to get myself together. So God wants to encourage you with this word. God wants to encourage you as he has encouraged me with this word on today. So we're going to go to Genesis 22nd. And um, in this um, this scripture, it's, 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 so, it's so good. I'm trying to tell y'all, it's so good. So basically, it says, Now it came to pass after these things, God had tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham. And Abraham said to him, Here I am, God. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son, Isaac. So I'm going to go back to what God was giving to me just at the beginning. I'm like, Man, God, here you go. <laughs> God tested Abraham. He didn't tempt him. That's number one. The enemy always come to tempt you to do sin, but God always tests your faith. That's the, that's the two difference that we have to understand. So God tested Abraham. He did not tempt him with something. He tested him with something that was his only he didn't test him with something that he had plenty of. He tested him on something that he knew that he wanted to hold on to. Take note. He tested him with something that he knew that he loved dearly. That he kept close to his heart. So when God tests us with things, it's it's going to hit different. It's going to hit in your finances. It's going to hit with your children. It's going to hit with your the love of your life. It's going to hit with your husband or your wife. It's going to hit in the places where it hurts the most. Because God understands that these things that we love the most cannot ever. When I say ever, it cannot ever come before the Lord. So he's going to test you with those things to make sure that you have no idols and no other gods before him. Yeah. So this whole entire test that Abraham had to go through, which I'm going to get to, was literally testing if he feared the Lord thy God. Tested his heart with something that was his only and something that he knew that he loved. So then we go back to the, to the scripture. So he said, take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love and go to the land of Mora. Mora means mountains, high, high mountains. 
and offer him, I mean, offer there a burnt sacrifice on the mountains on which I tell you to go to. That's another thing that I noticed that God gave him instructions which caused Abraham to move in obedience. That's another test. Simply moving off of obedience. Rather, we like what God is telling us at the moment. We could allow ourselves to move ourselves out of the alignment of God just because we don't like what he's telling us to do. If God is telling you to let someone go. If God is telling you to get off that job. If God is telling you, give your children back to me. And you don't want to be obedient. You're going to miss the ram in the bush. You're going to prolong your journey. Because you want to do things the way that you want to do them. But God gave Abraham instructions on purpose. He gave him instructions so he can test his obedience to him. So... Abraham rose early that morning and he saddled his donkey. He took two of his young man servants with him and Isaac, his son. And he split the wood of the burnt offering. So he he got all his stuff together. Listen, he's he's moving by obedience, even though I know that Abraham mom was like, what the world? This one, I know that. Can you imagine <laughs> He'd be like, this can't be God. You telling me to kill my own son? Like, what? What? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he was feeling some type of way. But that's why it's important to know the voice of God. It's important to understand the voice of God. So he got all of the things together. He got ready to go up to the mountain where God was telling him to go. So he's listening to the voice of God. So it says, God, um, then on the third day, then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and he finally saw the place afar off where God was telling him to take Isaac to. So, you know, a lot of people don't look at it this way, but you got to understand Abraham moved when God immediately when God told him to move with um, Isaac and the other two young men. Right. And what people don't understand is that he literally it was a waiting time. He had a word from God. He had instructions for God, but there was a waiting time. God did not show him exactly what mountain to take Isaac to that very moment. He had to sit for three days in a waiting place, seeking the Lord for direction. On the third day, Abraham got directions from the Lord on which mountain to take Isaac to. So God let me know in that revelation that sometimes when we have a word from the Lord, there is a waiting process. There is a waiting season. It does not mean that he is going to give you all the instructions right away. Sometimes the testing is in the waiting. 
The testing is sometimes in the waiting. So he he waits for three days and God finally shows him where he needs to go. Then Abraham says to the young man that that were in the uh, that was on the journey with him and Isaac. He said that um, stay here with the donkey and me and the lad, which means boy, son, child, me and the lad and I, we will go up yonder and we will worship and then we will come back. Keyword, he just spoke faith. At this moment, Abraham is still moving in obedience. One, because even though God, I mean, even though Abraham brought two other guys with him, God did not give him the word for those two guys. It don't even say in the scripture that he told them what was happening. He didn't even tell them that he was going up in the mountain to sacrifice his son because that's what God, you know, that's what he heard the word from the Lord. He did not share exactly the instructions that God told him with the other two men. He just brought them there with him. And sometimes we got to understand that what God tells us, it may seem strange that sometimes we can't speak it to other people that are around us because they may speak something negative on what God is saying. They may not understand. They may not understand the the very thing that God has spoken in your life. It's too deep for them. It's too risky for them. People always want to say what they would do, what they wouldn't do if they were you, but they're not. They don't have your ears. They're not listening to what God is telling you. So he told them to stay there, stay there with the donkey. Me and my son is going up to worship with the God to make this sacrifice. He said a word of faith. I and the son will be back. Sometimes Even in the instructions and even in the testing that God is taking you through, you got to speak what you don't see. You got to speak what you don't see. Abraham did not know for sure if him and his son was going back, coming back off of that mountain. But what he did understand is that in his mouth holds death and life on his tongue. He knows the power of the words that come out of his mouth in the midst of doing an obedience, what God had told him to do. I will not speak doom over the situation. I will not speak doom over the faith that God has given me over this situation. If you gave me a word for the beginning, why would I go against what you are telling me? So God, I'm going up to this mountain because you told me to. But I speak a word of faith that me and my son are coming back off of this mountain. So they go up to the mountain and him and his son, Isaac, are beginning to lay down the wood. They begin to lay down the wood and then Abraham began to tie and bound up his son. So so Isaac like, wait a minute, uh, daddy, wait a minute. Um, got a question. Uh, wh- so where's the sacrifice that we were supposed to be doing? Cause I, I'm starting to feel like, um, uh, I might be the sacrifice. Like what's going on? But Abraham looked at his son. This is faith. This is faith. 
This is faith because you're at your last win. You're, 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 you're about to break. You're about to do something that seems impossible. I'm about to, to sacrifice my only love, my only son. I'm about to step out on faith. I'm about to do something that I never done before, but I still have to speak a word. And what's the word that Abraham says? God will provide the sacrifice. Even though Abraham didn't want to sacrifice his son, who was there to him, he still had to be obedient to what God has told him. He did everything that God told him, even though it was hurting his heart. It's, it's, it, obedience doesn't always feel good. Obedience sometimes it purifies the heart. It purifies the flesh. Sometimes our flesh dies in the midst of obedience. In the midst of that, I'm pretty sure it felt unfair that he had to sacrifice his only God. I pray for this son. God, I sacrificed for this son. God, this is, this is the promise that you gave me. This is the, what are you doing? This is the promise that you gave me, God. So why now? Why, why do I have to let it go? Why do I, why do I have to do this, Jesus? So just when Abraham was about to slay his son, he heard the angel of the Lord who called him by name. Even, even in hard times, it's good to seek God. Even in, in, the, in the times where you feel like, God, are you listening to me? You got to get in the presence of the Lord where you can hear his voice. So the angel of the Lord said, do not lay a hand on your son because now this day I have seen your obedience. I have seen what you was willing to do that you gave your only son. You was about to give your only son to me. So now that I know that you fear the Lord now, now that I know that your son is not a God to, to you. Now I know that you don't put your love or your life before me. Now that I know that you will still serve me even though they walk away. Now that I know that you will still serve me even though your finances get low. Now that I know that you will serve me even though that job that you had, that job, that dream job that you wanted, that you were willing to let it go. Now that I know that position that you wanted at your job doesn't matter if you get it or not, you know that I will still provide for you. So, so God is saying now, now that I I know. Now that I know your heart is in the yea, though you slay me, yet will I trust you mode. Yeah, yeah, you. Now that I know your heart's posture, you have not kept what you love dearly from me, but you decided to give it to me. You won't have to lose it anymore. You don't have to lose what is dear to you because now there is a ram that is stuck in the bush. All of the, the hurt that you had to go through, all of the sacrifices that you had to go through, all of the, 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 the hard decisions that you had to make to give your loved one, to give that thing that you love to God. 
he still says, listen, I see your heart now. It might have took a while. It might take long. It might be short timing, but it's in God's timing that he will provide the sacrifice that we would not have to give what is dear to our hearts, but God will provide a ram in the bush. You don't have to sacrifice what's dear to you. He said, I just wanted to know, did you trust me with it? Do you trust me with the very thing that you love the most? Do you trust me with it? Listen to my voice. Not what it looks like right now. That's what the Holy Spirit said to me. Listen to my voice and not what it looks like right now. So, so this is the thing. God was telling me in this story. He said, follow me. And I will lead you where the ram is. In this time of obedience, you have to listen to God's voice. So no, notice in the story, the ram did not come to Isaac and Abraham. But God gave them instructions for Abraham to follow. So that God put him in the parameters where the ram was. God could have brought the ram to, to him, but he gave Abraham instructions that he had to follow and he had to be obedient to in order to put him in the areas where the ram was. So you may not understand why. You may not understand when. You may not understand where. But the obedience of God is leading you closer to your ram. The angel of the Lord called Abraham for the second time and said, because of your obedience and you're trusting me with your only son, blessings, I will bless you and multiply, I will multiply your descendants as the stars in heaven, as the sand on the seashore. Do you know how many grains of sand is at the beach? That's how many blessings and descendants that God was blessing Abraham with. Oh, you, you was going to give me your only son, but now I'm going to give you nations of sons and daughters. My God. So the thing that you're holding on to so hard, God is saying, if you give it to me and, 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 and give it to me wholeheartedly, I will bless you with more than what you think that you're holding on to. Somebody say, that's a whole word right now. That's a whole word right there. So I want to encourage you real quick before I go. This word literally just changed my mind and I've heard it plenty of times but it's just it's the obe it's the obedience for me if God gave you a word about something someone somewhere listen to his voice in the midst of waiting be like Abraham sit if you have to sit for days months years Sit and listen to God's voice on where to go. What's the next move? 
If he's telling you to pray, keep praying until prayer pushes something to happen. If he's telling you to walk in love, you love. Even when that person doesn't love you back, you love. Because that's what he's instructing you to do. You pray for your enemies. Why? Because that is what he is instructing you to do. You pray and you cover those who come against you. Why? Because that is what he is telling you to do. And you wait. You wait. Those that wait on the Lord, he will renew your strength. Do not get weary in well-doing. Understand that he is leading you every day. You getting closer and closer. You getting closer and closer to the ram in the bush. He will provide. He will shine his face upon your continents. Better days are coming in the name of Jesus. The peace of God is going to rest upon you. God is going to bottle up all of your tears and you shall reap in joy. He will turn your beauty, your ashes into beauty. He's going to lift you up. He's going to lift you up because of your obedience. God is still God. It's, it's, a, it's, it's imperative that you do not keep him in a box. Open up your eyes. Get to know him. Get to understand that God is bigger than you can imagine. Your issues are not bigger than God. Your heartache is not bigger than God. Your sickness is not bigger than God. We have to open up our hearts and our minds to a place that we've never been before with believing in him and knowing that he is big and he is omnipresent. He is everywhere. God has, has the plan. He's the man with the plan. And you got to trust the plan that he has over your life. So be encouraged and know that God is by your side. He is not instructing you these things to hurt you but he's testing your heart he's testing your heart he's testing your heart so be encouraged and understand that every step that you're going through is just confirming your faith in our God y'all be blessed have a wonderful Memorial weekend with family, friends, or just relaxing. I plan on just relaxing. I don't want to do nothing. Y'all ain't gonna lie. I just want to rest. So um, you guys have a wonderful weekend. And thank you all once again for listening to Amazing Grace. I will talk to you another time. Bye.